Hey everyone, welcome to Grace Grind and Growth, the podcast. I am your host, Deja Woodard, and I really hope that if you're listening to this, hopefully you've already listened to last week's episode where Gabby, my old roommate, my first college roommate, was my first guest, was really happy to have her. Hopefully you got something from that interview. Um, I'm just so happy that I finally can say that I've had someone on the podcast Not because I've been in a rush to, but just because that's more of what I hope to do. Um, But I definitely don't want to rush the process because I know that everybody has their own experiences. Everyone has something that they have to offer to the podcast. So as I figure out what that is and dig a little deeper and put more energy into figuring that out, um, I am just really looking forward to all of the information that I'll be able to share with you all and all of the other guests that I'll be having. Um... But I did just want to share that little tidbit. So I'm recording this episode the day of. So today is September 10th. It will be published September 10th. I have been moved in now for a solid month. I moved into my apartment 30 days ago, August 10th. And it's been great. But one thing that I have to admit is that it has been busy. It has been nonstop go, 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 like every day Deja gets up at oh dark 30 and has so much stuff to do. And that is fine, right? Because we all want to be busy. We all want to be productive. We all want to make sure, you know, that we have all these things to attest to and that we have stuff to show for our time spent in college. Cool, right? But I feel like I'm addicted to busy. Like, If this was an addiction meeting, like, I would be addicted. Like, hi, my name is Deja. I'm a junior in communications, and I'm addicted to busy. I do not know how to have free time. And I know that I'm not alone because I see it everywhere. But so many people have been calling me out on it specifically because people have been trying to, like, hang out with me or go grab lunch or go study. I have some friends who were supposed to have a movie night. Um, one of my friends who actually, our, um, dynamic actually started as a mentor mentee relationship. She was my mentee last summer. Um, one of, I mean, she's definitely been a friend the entire time though, but, um, that's just how we met each other through a program where I was her mentor and she was my mentee. Now we're just casually friends, but, um, she actually did some awesome stuff and she got elected for her hall council, which was awesome. And I told her we needed to celebrate and we're having like, This is as of a few hours ago, and we are having issues setting up a time that works for both of us. And she only has one day of conflict, but the one time that she cannot do it is, like, the only time that I can. And I feel so bad because she's, like, one of the main people who always tell me how busy I am. So um, with that being said, I just feel like being addicted to busy is something that a lot of people don't talk about. Why? Because they feel like if you're running from point A to point B— nonstop, all the time, going back and forth from place to place, then you must be doing something right. If you have all these things to speak to or all these experiences and opportunities take up your time, then you must be very successful. One, I want to share that it is a lie. It is a lie. It is a lie. It is a lie. Why? Because being busy does not automatically mean that you are productive. The two are not synonymous. They have different meanings. Just because all of your hours are consumed does not mean that you are producing something beneficial. It is a trap. I am telling you. If you have one thing that you're passionate about and you're um, putting all your eggs into one basket for, that is awesome. If it is producing 
the results that you want to see, whether that's impact, whether it's something tangible, if it's work, it can be your result can be money. That is awesome. But don't be intimidated or don't look to the left or to the right of you to the next person who is always running around doing something and their results are half as much as yours. Two completely different circumstances that you cannot compare. I am addicted to busy and it's so bad, y'all. Like, I have been trying to scale back. And the crazy thing is, I started trying to scale back last school year. Like, last school year, I told myself, Deja, you can do three things next year. Like, at max. Because I had the same issue last year. Honestly, this is something that I feel like I've always had to deal with since I was a child. I just had the type of mom who would keep me... And I'm not, like, blaming my mom for this in any way. But, like, my mom kept me busy, right? So... If I was in elementary school, I would have like school and then there would be after school and then I would have like piano lessons or gymnastics or cheerleading or I don't know. I did karate. I did. um, What else did I do? I don't know. There was always something. There wasn't ever a time of doing nothing. Why? Because you there's always something to be honed in on, something to be developed, something to be improved. And while all of this is true, it's never going to end. So don't be in a rush to fill up your time, especially if it's not intentional or especially if it's not doing anything or resulting any in anything for your improvement or for the bettering, for the improvement of the people around you. So I know that about myself. One, knowing that about myself, knowing that about myself gives me the opportunity to improve that, but it also gives me the opportunity to plan around that. And even though I've been taking steps to improve literally since like my freshman year, I am still a huge work in progress. And I remember my freshman year, I would overschedule myself so much that I just didn't have time to breathe in between um, having to be at one place or having to do something for someone else. And that was overwhelming for me. And for a lot of people, I think that you don't realize how overwhelmed you are setting yourself up to be until it's a little bit too late and you're at the point of like a panic attack or you're like crying on the phone to your parents or your best friend or you need someone to like stop and intervene and just be like, yo, you need to take a breath. You need to relax. You need to look at what you're doing. You need to pick what has to get done because everything cannot be done today or in this moment. But you need people around you who see that in you um, if that is a problem that you deal with and who put it to a stop. I think that Gabby is a perfect example because Gabby and I do this to each other because we both struggle with it. But I I also have other friends who are really good about managing their time. Like won't ever you won't ever catch them late, you won't ever catch them rushing to go somewhere, you won't ever catch them over I I won't say overwhelmed cuz that's an assumption. But you won't ever catch them kind of like wrestling themselves to make time for stuff. Whereas me personally, I am trying to get my schedule to a point where I can be early for everything, right? Because if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, then you're forgotten. But honestly, I'm not there yet. But it's something that I'm trying to build into my schedule so that I can make it a norm of Deja and the person that I am so that when someone invites me to somewhere or to lunch or something, They know, like, I know Deja so well that she's going to be here 15 minutes early instead of being here five minutes late, which is currently where I am. And there's no, I won't say that there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not, it's not what I want to be associated with me and who I am. But on the other hand of that, 
on the other side of that, you have people who are just the opposite of addicted to busy. You have people who feel like they have so much free time on their hands that they don't know where to start with it. They don't know how to get started, and that's what's preventing them from starting anything. And that's not okay either. You have to find your balance because too much of any one thing is bad. So whether that's too much of being busy results in a hot mess or too much of um, having idle time is still not okay either because you want to be productive you want to be um you want to be being used if you aren't able to be used then you aren't a person of value and I don't mean that in a rude way because used has a negative connotation but like somebody should be getting something from you if they can't whether that's like your friends getting that companionship your partner in like a relationship your I don't know your I'll say mentees or something like Service-wise or volunteer-wise, you need to be actively doing stuff that puts forth some type of impact or some type of result that someone can benefit from. But I think that a lot of times most college students just see, you know, oh, I have to do this because, oh, I have to do this because, or, oh, I cannot do this because. And we sign us, we, most of the people that I know, I'll say that, most of the people that I know overstep our boundaries like a lot like we violate our own boundaries because we're like okay you know I'll do this one thing this one time or I'll volunteer this one time and then three weeks later you're still doing the same thing why because we feel committed we feel obligated we feel like if I have to say no that makes me a bad person or if I can't sit this one out then that means I'm not on top of my game that means that I'm less than that means I'm not comparing I'm not competing with the people around me in like staying in that healthy competition zone, which is not true. But just making sure that you always prioritize will be a major step in the right direction. For me, I'm trying to, and notice that I'm speaking um, actively because this is still a work in progress. I kid you not, y'all. I am literally in the midst of like fighting this battle. But um, like I've always managed to prioritize this podcast every week for maybe, oh my goodness, has it been like six months yet? I think it might be six months. Um, Every week for the last six months or so, I've been putting out a podcast. Why? Because it's something that I enjoy doing. Why? Because I hope that, you know, I can help people who are in a situation similar to mine as far as having absolutely no idea of what they were doing at college besides the fact that they find themselves on a campus trying to make it work. It's that simple. This podcast is a priority to me, even though I don't do it for um, the people who listen to... I won't say that was going to come out wrong. Um, even though I don't do it um, for people to listen to. like, And when I say that, I mean, I don't make the podcast so that I can get listeners. I make the podcast in hopes that some of the people who listen will be able to benefit and apply and um, share with people who can, you know, um, because I know what it's like to be on the other side of that and have absolutely no idea what to think, what to do, how to feel in college, how to interpret stuff, what to prepare for, because I feel like everything is on the Internet. But if you go Google college or go YouTube college videos, people are going to tell you how to buy your books. Um, they're going to tell you to go to your professor's office hours. They're going to tell you um you know, the do's and don'ts, the typical do's and don'ts of college, but they don't really focus on the mental well-being, the internalizations, the struggles, the challenges, and stuff like that that college students actually do experience. So 
one of my current experiences is, I won't even say it's time management. It's just, I feel like I can be a yes man. And sometimes if I feel no, like if I feel like saying no to something, I have to like stop and think like, do I want to say no to this because I'm incapable of doing it? Or do I want to say no to this because I don't have time? And either way, if I'm saying no, I really don't need a reason. I just want to make myself feel better for saying no because I don't know any, I don't owe anyone an explanation to begin with. But making sure that you prioritize is definitely a first step. Once you prioritize, operate, like stick to your priorities. Don't bend, don't flex. Like this is not the time to stretch and try and accommodate. If you are not able to see yourself committing to these priorities, then you really don't value them. Because it really comes down to like, how serious are you about the things that you say matter to you, right? So if my values are the three commitments that I've made for this entire school year, then everything else needs to fold in comparison or when put in a situation for me to choose between the two. Why? Because that's, that's what I said that I was going to do and I have to stick to my word and I have to honor that. And I and it's really not even bad if you think about it because it's like I respect myself enough not to allow myself to be overwhelmed, not to allow myself to give more of me than I can commit to. Because you running around telling everybody yes that you can do and you will do and you'll show up and you'll do this and that is really going to do them a disservice when you have to pull out last minute and just say, sorry, I overcommitted. Sorry, I can't do this in time. Sorry, this isn't done yet. And it's going to really look bad on you. And it's not something that anybody ever wants to find themselves in a situation with or um, it's kind of the conversation that you have to navigate delicately, especially if it's like with people that are close to you who are being on the short end of the stick or being handed the short side of the, the stick. Because it's really it can be really hard, especially internalizing or trying not to internalize when someone can't do something for you. Um, and separating that from them not showing up for you. Because just because someone is unable to do something for you doesn't mean that they're not showing up in the role that they are in. And when I say that, I just mean like if I'm unable to do something because I overcommitted myself, it may be difficult for my friend to accept the fact that Deja just dropped the ball in this one instance as as opposed to Deja is like failing me as a friend because the two are separate, but they can be a little bit connected, even though they're completely separate moving pieces. So I just wanted to come in a little bit. And I know that was a very fast rant or maybe it wasn't a rant necessarily, but I know that was a very quick episode, but I do just want to share that being addicted to busy is very common. So one, if you want to, you can always find someone who is like struggling with being busy too and keep each other accountable and making sure that like they're getting their eight to nine hours of sleep a day, they're working out or they're sticking to their core priorities and their values and making sure that they don't overcommit themselves while they're still having a good experience and making sure that they still feel like they're producing something beneficial to someone else or to themselves because no one likes feeling unproductive. No one likes um, feeling like other people are doing all these things They're doing just like all the things and I'm doing absolutely nothing. And it's in our nature to compare. So I won't say don't compare yourself um, to someone else, but we have to remember to like keep our eye on our prize because we have to run our own individual race and everybody else is just 
you know, doing their thing, but they're going different places and their purpose is different. And I actually, I'll give you backstory. I actually learned a lot of, or like I had time over the weekend to meditate on all of this because I went to this amazing church conference and it was so weird because even though I always say I consider myself a Christian, I put God first and I want to do all these um, great sounding things. One thing I haven't been doing since I got to college was prioritizing my time with God. And that's something that I'm trying to get back to now. So that is one of my more more recent priorities. But there's this quote that goes, if you don't sacrifice for what you want, then what you want becomes a sacrifice. And so I could say, you know, like, I'm going to go to church this day or I'm going to go to Bible study on this day and that'd be fine and dandy. But if, you know, my, some organization that I volunteered for on campus was like, oh, we have this event here on this day. Oh, you off, you um, offered to volunteer on this day. Can you commit to this time or this event? Or you have to work on this day. Or sometimes, honestly, it wouldn't even be stuff that people put before me, it would be like situations I would kind of put myself in one by either like just offering my services and agreeing, even though it wasn't something that I wanted to do wholeheartedly or two, I would have the option to get something resolved. And I would still be like putting the pressure on myself. And that's more so in the frame of work, right? Because at my job, I have the option to like have people cover my shift but I would still be like, no, this is my responsibility. I put it, I put this on myself. I did this to myself. I have to stick it through. And I would just make stuff harder than it has to be. Like, no, if somebody wants some extra hours, girl, go ahead and bless them with them hours. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I was just putting myself through challenges that I didn't even need to be dealing with just because I felt obligated to show up and show out for other people more than I did for myself. So now, like, one of my little smaller frame um like action items, I guess you could say, is I block out times that are, I, sorry, quick intermission. I use Google Calendar like it's nobody's business. Like I, everything goes into my Google Calendar. If it's not on my Google Calendar, don't expect me to be there. Don't expect me to remember birthdays, holidays, school assignments, whatever, you name it, it's in my Google Calendar. So on my Google Calendar, I have times blocked out where the event or whatever the case may be that I'm not compromising is shaded out in black. Like 30 minutes before it starts, 30 minutes after it ends, it's shaded out in black and nothing can go over it. Like absolutely nothing. Like it has to be a serious situation in order for me to take that event off my calendar. Like it's a different color from all of my classes. It's a different color from assignments. It's just untouchable in essence. Like this color means like it's self-care. Don't touch it. Don't move it. Don't double schedule it. Don't block it. It does not matter what it is because in the end, I can't say like I value something if I'm willing to just take it off or um, remove it from my calendar or, um, you know, like over schedule myself. That's not what valuing is. And being addicted to busy, that's something that I always, 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 always did. And while I'm working to stop doing that, because I still do it with other stuff, but just not with the, some of the stuff that I'm prioritizing this go around this year. Um, I still find myself just thinking to myself that, like, imagine if I did that with everything that I value. I'm starting small because I'm only doing, like I said, I'm only doing this with a handful of things. 
and most of them are self-care related because self-care, since I've come to college, I've learned that self-care is proactive and not reactive. But um, imagine if I did this on a larger scale. Like imagine if everything that went into my calendar, I was just like, nope, like it's staying how it is. It's like once it's there, it's in stone. I'm not moving. I'm not budging. Like imagine if I did that with my workouts. Imagine if I did that with my schoolwork. Imagine if I did that with grocery shopping, day-to-day errands, like anything. Like that is the type of structure that I aspire to have. I'm not there yet, but that's something that I want to actively work towards because it would give me the ability to have a solid schedule. And while we need, we're human, right? We still need the ability to um, be flexible. Just the idea of having that much structure in my life is like, something I aspire to have. So I'm just going to wrap this episode up by saying, if you're addicted to busy, one, make sure that you recognize it. Two, figure out what not being busy looks like. Three, find out what your priorities are. And four, just make it happen. It's really that simple. Your action steps will look different than mine. Um, The things you value will differ from mine too. But if something is important to you, make time for it. Make sure your actions show that it's important to you and make sure that you have habits that allow you to be either less busy or more impactful. But that's all for me for today. I hope that y'all have a great day. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Bye, y'all.